glad you're here tonight. This is day 142 of this year. We're fast approaching mid-year, the midpoint. Time's been on our marquee. It's time for a breakthrough. I wish you'd pray for me tonight because I've got a lot on my heart. And I really do want to share with you what I've been thinking about and hearing God say. I don't usually go over 8 o'clock. But would you give me permission if I need to do that? If you need to leave, I can understand that. The title of this message tonight is, How Will Psalm 119 Aid Your Breakthrough? Psalm 119 is 176 verses. I want to explain a little bit more about the composure of that psalm and how I believe it would specifically give you aid in your own personal breakthrough. But before I get into that, how many were here Sunday and saw Robert Knudsen's, is that how you pronounce his last name? Knudsen's demonstration. I did not know he was a black belt taekwondo. Uh, but he gave many illustrations of the power of breakthrough where you could actually see these physical planks or barriers or boundaries being broken through through these karate motions of either the foot or the hand. Even through fire. I don't really think for a moment that there would be many in this audience that are black belts. Is there any black belt here? <laughs> Someone brought a black belt, okay. But here's my point. It gave an illustration of the power of breakthrough. I'm going to ask you to, again, help me at the end of this message to share your thoughts on your testimony on your breakthrough, your personal breakthrough. But in your personal breakthrough, I hope you visualize that demonstration that Rob put on, that you, I give you promotion in a spiritual dimension of your more than a black belt. Every one of you. And every one of you has the power, all power, to break through everything necessary in order for you to become the person God created you to be. Do you believe that? If you believe that, I'm going to ask everybody to stand and in a ceremony re, re- Renew this covenant 
of breakthrough in your own life. Would everybody stand with me? And when we get to the point, when we get to the place where I ask you to repeat a breakthrough in your own life, I would like you, in in an own physical demonstration, to take your foot and push it down. I, I hope you don't go through the floor, but in an exercise of your own faith, or take your arm and go through like you're going through a barrier, a breakthrough for your own life. Just repeat after me. I am a child of God. And as his child, I belong in the family. As his child, I receive all authority he's given to me. And I exercise breakthrough in my own spiritual life. And I break through, and it's this point where I want you to use your foot or your arm. I break through all doubt and unbelief. I break through feelings of unforgiveness. I break through all feelings of unworthiness. I break through all moments of sin. Sexual sins, secret, hidden sins, financial mismanagement, eating disorders, issues of my health, including my body and my soul and my spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Words are powerful. And those demonstrations that Rob gave Sunday are real and factual. We saw him actually break through. I'm expecting to see in your lives the same kind of breakthrough over the things that we just covenant together in prayer. I expect to see God in our church family setting to give breakthrough in these areas where maybe before we've been up against a wall, up against a barrier. Some of these things I've mentioned, and we all have these issues inside of us. We all want to be the people that God has created us to become. And by spiritually recognizing this authority inside of you, you have that power. Rob demonstrated physical power of what karate can do, the Taekwondo method. But I want to tell you what you exercised tonight was more powerful than that. It is much more powerful. This is the power to change lives, to change destinies. And how, how can Psalm 119 aid you in your own personal breakthrough? I'd like to explain a little bit 
about this song. It is the longest chapter in the entire Bible, 176 verses. It's written very methodically. It has a Hebrew letter before every eight verses that make up a stanza of this poem. It is a Hebrew poem. It is, let me give you an illustration in, in English. If you were to take the English alphabet, there's 26, no, excuse me, 23, 23 letters in the English alphabet. And you were to make up, say, you wanted to emphasize in your poem an illustration of God being involved in every letter of the alphabet. And each eight lines of a stanza of your poem about what God can do in your life, the first stanza, each of the eight lines of the stanza would start with the letter A. You got that? The next stanza would be eight more verses, and each and every line, the eight lines of the second stanza would begin with the letter B. Going through the entire English alphabet, I want you to think about just for a moment and meditate on the ability for someone to compose a poem containing every single letter of the Hebrew alphabet and each stanza begins with the first letter being that letter of the alphabet. Almost like from A to Z. God is over all. I just think the methodical point of all of that is amazing. Utterly amazing. If that were done in English, it would be 184 verses. 23 letters times 8. But we have 176 letters in this song. Not, not letters, excuse me. I'm not sure. Huh? 22 stanzas. 22 stanzas. There's 176 verses in this song. It's a song about the love or the law. Think about that. How is Psalm 119 going to give any benefit or aid to you in your own personal breakthrough. How many people have thought about somebody writing a psalm or a poem about the love of drug laws? That, that just doesn't sound poetic, does it? But God's laws are Everything I've read in this song, all the way through, it takes about 17 minutes to read through these 176 verses, to read through them out loud. Maybe if you're a speed reader, you could do it much faster. But so many gems and jewels are in this psalm that not only give a description of what God is like, but also gives action verbs about what we can do 
and what we can be in order to have the breakthrough in our own life. It's an amazing song. And I've selected the testimonies. You know, it, we, it was said earlier that by the blood of the Lamb is our testimony. And the word testimonies in the English Standard Version in this song, Psalm 119, is, is 23 times. How, how can 23 times in this song where it talks about your testimonies, God's testimonies, how could that be a breakthrough for you? When you realize and meditate on the aspect of his testimony becoming your testimony, that is a breakthrough. That is a real breakthrough. Where his testimony becomes your testimony. In the prison, I'm going Saturday back into the maximum security prison. I met many inmates. And inmates in our gathering in the chapel, we usually have about 100 inmates that come in to our chapel service where it's called a reunion. It's a reunion of these guys that we've taught how to live the Christian life in a maximum security prison. They come back monthly for this reunion. It's called a monthly reunion. And in that, a few of the inmates are selected to give a testimony. And I want to say this. In a maximum security prison, when you let it be known you've accepted Christ, when you become a believer, all eyes are watching you. Correctional officers are watching you. Christians are watching you. Non-Christians are watching you. Because at the moment you slip up, at the moment you have a little stumbling, they're right there in your face pointing a finger, and they've got a word for it. You don't have a testimony. You're a testiphony. Now, they're powerful in the prison because they're in this closed community. Hopefully no one is going to be looking at each other with that kind of a scrutiny because that's not the object of what God wants us to do in this church or anywhere else, really, honestly. But how will these 23 times, I don't know if we've got these verses or not. Robert, do we have them? Okay. If you've got this Psalm 119 in your Bible, the first place is verse 2. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. When your breakthrough will occur in this verse, in Psalm 119, is keeping his testimony become your testimony. You understand what I'm saying? Keeping his testimony becomes your testimony. Not only will you be living a blessed life, but you'll be seeking him with your whole heart. That's the purpose of breakthrough. You're seeking him with your whole heart. In verse 14, in the way of your testimonies, 
I delight as much as in all riches. Your breakthrough, your personal breakthrough this year, how Psalm 119 verse 14 can help you is you don't have to worry about riches if you're delighted his testimonies and they become your testimonies. It will make you fully satisfied and happy with yourself. Verse 22, take away from me scorn and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. How will this verse aid you in your personal breakthrough this year? Because when you keep his testimonies, you're free. God will take scorn and contempt away. Hallelujah. Who wouldn't want to live like that? Verse 24. Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselors. How will this aid you in your breakthrough this year? Because when you delight, when God's testimonies become your delight, their counselor. I got tickled this studying about this particular psalm and how it would aid your breakthrough. I was reading a, a, a story, and this is a true story by Max Lucado. I mean, like Max Lucado. Uh, Max wrote this story about when he woke up early one morning and left for the office. His wife uh, and daughter the day before had gone to a church bake sale. And he noticed on the table in the kitchen a Ziploc bag of four cookies. And he thought, oh, that's neat. What a wonderful, lucky day. And he reached in the bag, he grabbed one cookie, and he started eating it. He noticed it a little chewy, a little gummy, and it it had a a feeling of like pita bread, he said. And uh, when he got the second one, he got the second one out of the bag, and he took a bite and hit the texture of it was kind of unique, especially when you take a sip of coffee. And he grabbed the third cookie, and he would have grabbed the fourth, but he thought, I don't want to grab all of them. But he grabbed the third cookie to go on the way. Later in that day, his wife called him and said, somebody's been in the bag on the kitchen. And he said, yeah, those cookies were interesting. And she said, honey, those weren't cookies. And he said, well, what were they? She said, they were homemade dog cookies. He had, he had picked up something that if he had had a counselor to give him, oh, oh, listen, Max, you do not need to be chewing on these cookies. They're meant for dogs. But he ate three of them. But this is how, this is how your, your delight in his testimony will give you aid in your own personal breakthrough in the year 2019. And we're almost halfway through this year. How is it How is it working? Verse 31. Whoever wrote this song, we don't really know for certain who wrote this song. But an awful lot of thought and meditation went into it. Jakey, do you know the author? 
They think it might be a priest, but whoever it was, really, again, it amazes me that each one of these stanzas in this song, the very first letter of each one of the eight lines begins with that letter of the Hebrew alphabet. When you get the X or Z, you think, well, how many times eight could you think of a word that would begin with that letter? But anyway, in verse 31, I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Let me not be put to shame. In other words, how your breakthrough in this particular Psalm 119, verse 31, realizing when his testimonies become your testimonies and you are clinging to them. What's another area of your life where we're meant to cling to? To our wives. We're to leave home. We're to cleave to our mates. And we are to become one. This is the intimacy that God's desiring of us. And your breakthrough will be realized when you realize in your own life that his testimonies have become your testimonies and you're clinging to him. Verse 36, incline my heart to your testimonies and I and not to selfish gain. This is again a breakthrough because when your heart is inclined to God's word and his testimony becomes your testimony, Hallelujah. You won't be put to shame, and you don't have to worry about selfish gain. Verse 36. Verse 46. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings and shall not be put to shame. Your breakthrough is realizing that when his testimonies become your testimony, the people of influence that are around you you will be able to speak with confidence and you won't be put to shame. Verse 59. When I think on my when I think on my ways, I turn my feet toward your testimonies. This whole process of breakthrough is a journey that we're on together as we walk in the pathway to righteousness with God. And when we start turning our feet toward him, it's always good. It will always benefit you. The breakthrough will come as you turn your feet toward him. Because if you turn your feet away from him, we're in a bad way. The only thing at that point to do is to repent, pick ourselves back up, dust yourself off, and get back on the path. But I turn my feet his testimonies because his testimony is going to keep you pure his testimony is going to keep you right his testimony is going to give you that breakthrough that you want that maybe has been difficult to overcome verse 79 that those who fear you turn to me that they may know your testimony in the congregation of the righteous your breakthrough will occur in a community because other people are going to know your testimony. When his testimony becomes your testimony, other people in the family of God are going to be able to associate and identify with you. 
What a joy it is to be in a church where you've got believers who really believe, who really want to walk this out, who really have a testimony and not a testimony. Did I get an amen to that? It's so real. This is so real. And you'll be recognized in the community of believers. You see, you'll see where you fit. You'll see your purpose in life. You will have value and meaning, not just to yourself, but to the whole family of God, to the whole household of God. You'll be able to speak even outside of this building, into your family, into those that don't know Jesus. And your light will shine in a dark world. It will shine brightly. I have read that in darkness, a single candle can be seen from five miles. If it's sunshine, you probably couldn't see it beyond 100 feet or so. Because it blends in with the light. But in the darkness, it stands out. Are you willing to let your candle, your light shine? Because in this community where we walk, where his testimonies become your testimony, the light gets bright. And the warmth of these lights gathered together bring a community of fellowship and love, of expectancy of God doing miracles in our lives. Friends, we're seeing miracles happen right here. Some of you right here in this room has, has, have already experienced some miracles this year. The, uh, it's the most obvious of one of every breath you take is a miracle. Every single breath is a gift. A gift of a Heavenly Father who loves you. Receive that kind of testimony in your life. And live that life to the full. Verse 88. In your steadfast love, give me life. That I may keep the testimonies of your mouth. You see, it's God's words that have power. It's God's words that we want to keep. It's God's testimony that we want to hold. Not only hold dear to us, but know that it's steadfast love. That love endures. It's steadfast love. And what does it give you? What does that verse say? It gives you life. We're on the road to life. Steadfast love. Verse 95. The wicked lie in wait to destroy me, but I consider your testimonies. Regardless of the wickedness in the world we are in, it shocks me. Every time I see some news article about this, the latest article that I saw, I didn't read it. I just read the headline. Hollywood, the Hollywood elites are made a commercial pointed to McDonald's saying that they want them, they want McDonald's to stop torturing chickens. Because certain chicken farmers apparently use 
such methods that the chicken will eat so much and get so heavy and weight that it can't walk. Uh, that the chickens will eat in utter darkness, so all they do is eat and poop, and they just gain fat and get big. Uh, now, they're not worried about killing babies. They're worried about they're worried about chickens. Uh, I, I just want to say something that the wicked find way to destroy us, but we consider his testimonies. And when you do, that is a real breakthrough. You're knowing, yeah, there's wickedness out there, but I don't have to get caught up in it. I don't have to to yield to that kind of wickedness. I can respect life because life is what's going to get be give, give, given to me from God himself. Verse 99, I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. That's a real breakthrough. When your life begins to spend some time in meditation, I get up every morning, and I learned this from an inmate in prison. I get up every single morning, and I ask my father, could I please see you today? Would you please allow me the ability to recognize you in my life today? I got that from an inmate several years ago. I still do it. Every single day. My wife and I get up. That's our first prayer. God, could, could I put you on my calendar today? Would you please allow your son to recognize you on this day? I really would like to see you. And you can reveal yourself to me in any way you desire. I want to see you. How many of you think God desires to answer a prayer like that? Try it. I can only say this. Try it. Try it and see. Try it for a week. Get up in the morning. Your first thought. Could I please see? I can assure you, you won't go far into the day. You will recognize him. He loves to answer that prayer. He will open your eyes. And when he does, he gives you actually over time more understanding than even professors. And it doesn't take much today to match professors in some of these liberal colleges, some of these professors that are in seminary. It doesn't take much time to wake up and ask God, I really would like to see and recognize you. He will Himself. He said, my sheep know my voice. They know. Wouldn't you like to know on a daily basis? Well, that's that daily pathway of walking this out. This is a breakthrough. This is a real breakthrough of knowing that every single day of your life is meant to get up and begin your life looking for God. Because God's already looking for you. Verse 111. Your testimonies are my heritage forever, for they are the joy of my heart. When your testimony 
are when his testimony becomes your testimony. This is your inheritance. This is what God desires. It's a heritage that God is desiring to give to you forever. This doesn't end. This has a happy ending. And he says, I love your testimonies. And your breakthrough will really be a breakthrough when his testimony comes your, becomes your testimony and you really do love it. Because all of his words are true. Verse 125, I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. Again, you see how this word testimonies, are you getting this? That how does one Psalm 119 aid in your personal breakthrough? Are you getting this? Do you see, this is your breakthrough of letting his testimonies sink into your life deep enough that they become your testimonies. Because in Psalm, uh, excuse me, where was I at? What? 125, your servant. I'm your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. I want to know them. And God's not going to hide them from you. God's going to reveal these testimonies to you because this is the way he shows himself. This is the way he wants to do in your life. And it's a servant life. He doesn't give us bosses. God's not a boss. He's not forcing anybody to do this. But people who willingly come to him know the best way is to be a servant. Because the more we give, the more we receive. You can't outgive God. And he also gives you understanding. First one. Huh? Oh, all the wicked of the earth discard like you discard like dross. Therefore, I love your testimonies. Listen, all this wickedness is going to be discarded at one point in your life. This is a real breakthrough. You've got to realize this. If you've listened to CNN all day long, you're going to be depressed. Or not just CNN, any news. But in Psalm 119, uh, verse 119, all the wicked of the earth you discard like dross. Therefore, I love your testimonies. God is something wanting you to get to the place of breakthrough that you love his testimonies. Did I skip over any other? Psalm 138. 129, thank you. Your testimonies are wonderful. Listen, folks, this is an exciting life to live. Your breakthrough is not going to be boring. It's wonderful. It's a, what's that Christmas show? It's a wonderful life. <laughs> it is a wonderful life. Your testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, my soul keeps them. You see, when his testimonies become your testimony, these are testimonies, his word you keep inside of you. Psalm 138, excuse me, not Psalm 138, verse 138. You have appointed your testimonies in righteousness and in all faithfulness. You see, God is not unrighteous. He's righteous. And he's not just righteous. It's faithfulness. What? There's not negative, there's not anything negative in walking with God and listening to his word and opening up your life to where you're allowing 
his testimonies to sink deep inside of your own heart where they actually become your testimony. That is a breakthrough. I hope it becomes your breakthrough this year. Verse 144. Your testimonies are righteous forever. Give me understanding that I may live. And hear this word understanding again to me is underlined. We need understanding today, don't we? Especially, I will confess to you, I know Dominique has a ministry to reach the Muslim world. I have a real difficult time seeing a woman dressed in that kind of garb. I, I don't know how to witness or, or identify with someone trying to reach them with the gospel. I know they're reachable, but I am praying that God will help me understand how I can live in a community that has people like that because they need the gospel. Dominique, we're praying, we're praying for you too, but we need to learn. We need understanding on how to do that because his testimonies are righteous forever. In verse 146, I call to you, save me, that I may observe your testimonies. I want to observe those. I don't want to ignore them. You know, a lot of times I get on the freeway, I've heard that, at least for me anyway, my right foot is the last part of my body that's going to be saved. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Help me, Jesus. i got to observe the law. (laughs) Help me, Jesus. (laughs) And he's calling to save us. Verse 152, long have I known from your testimonies that you have founded them forever. Again, emphasizing the forever in this thinking. These are not temporary. These are forever. And they're real. They're dependable. They're reliable. And you need to know them. He says, long have I known. Hopefully, you have gotten there. But you know what? Whether you're brand new in the the Christian life, or whether you're as mature as you can be at your age, we have that same authority, every one of us. God's not withholding anything from any of his children. He has open arms. The steadfast love endures forever. That includes you and me. He's founded. He's founded these testimonies forever. They're not something that'll go away. I want to say that's a real breakthrough. Of knowing that you've got you're tagged into something that's eternal. That will not fade away. You're part of it. And if there's going to be a breakthrough in this church, you're a part of that breakthrough. 
You need to own up to that. You need to begin to out, live this out. In verse 157, many are my persecutors and my adversaries, but I do not swerve from your testimonies. When we follow God's word, we're not going to be swerving like we're on an icy road somewhere. We don't have many of those here, do we? But up north, I mean, they get some ice, black ice. You can't even see it. Roads slick. Man, you can start swerving. There's no traction. But here as you walk with God, you're not going to swerve. He's going to keep you true. He's going to keep you on track. He's going to keep you going straight in the midst of all this confusion and turmoil that we're living in in today's time. Verse 167, I've just got a couple more. My soul keeps your testimonies in verse 167. I like this last part. I love them exceedingly. Do you exceedingly love? And again, this is a love poem to the law, God's law. Can you imagine somebody writing, a love poem to the drug laws of the United States. I just can't picture that. But this is real. This is real. My soul keeps his testimonies, his laws, his word, his commandments, his statutes, his precepts. All these words are used in Psalm 119. Now, it would really benefit you to take a little bit of time, to take about 17 minutes of your time tonight before you go to bed. Kind of look through that Psalm 119. Read it out loud and see what it does to your soul. I love them exceedingly. The last one, I keep your precepts and testimonies for all my ways are before you. This is the pathway for he knows. It's good. Everything about it is good. His testimonies, when they become your testimony, will be a real breakthrough for you. As we, we're going to transition right now and break for 10 minutes. And I'd like you to take time to get a, to a group of two or three people for 10 minutes. Think about this. How has your testimony been going through this 2019, almost halfway through the year. What kind of, hopefully no one's in here that has a testimony. Okay? But all of us are tempted in that way. We all have, we all have, all face those. And I'd like to give you a few moments to talk with your neighbor about your own testimony. And how are you doing this year? Is it improving? Or do you feel it's being on a decline for some reason? And if it is, whatever, whatever your position is, the second question I'd like you to ask yourself is, what do I plan to do about this for the rest of the half of the year? What's remaining in 2019? How are you going to, what ways are you going to improve this testimony? I can assure you if you meditate some on this Psalm 119, you will find it will aid you. So let's take 10 minutes 
and just break for these moments and pair up, pair up and talk for that for 10 minutes. And if you don't want to talk, I give you permission not to talk, but I think you want to talk. God bless you.